No matter what, I'm always the hey, best! That Hello everyone, and once again, we're back by popular demand. Whose demand? Probably not yours. It's What a Beautiful Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back to our beautiful podcast, everybody. It's a great day. It's a great day to have you here on listening on our show. And I'm Andy, and that's Jack. I'm always Jack. <laughs> so we got a, a, a special episode for you guys this week. This week, we're going to be covering... Like we said last week, arguably the best arc of Stardust Crusaders, that is Darby the Gambler, one of the most Darby. famous and well, well-renowned well uh, arcs, I think is fair to say. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's been done in the anime, it was done in the OVA, it's oh, a great arc to a nice transition from, ugh, Alessi. God. What so what do you think makes it so great, Jack? What do you think are some some things about it that are just like make it stand out to so many people? I think because gambling manga like by itself is really good. Well, exactly. And, I always and like the contrast it. between that and the fighting it, um, is really well done. And it's a very nice slow tension building arc that has a really good climax. I always liken it to the fact that uh, Casino Royale is one of the most well-liked James Bond movies in the last 20 years, and you know why that is, Jack? Is because people like movie gamble, uh, movie poker, not real poker. Real poker is boring. People like <laughs> real poker sucks. People like directed, tense, well-written, well-acted poker games, because boy howdy, that's all that movie is. But if you mm -hmm. ask me if what my favorite James Bond movie is, other than some of the classics, I'd probably tell you that one because it, that that just fucks you up, Jack. It, it just it just gets you. We're talking about New Casino Royale, right? There yes, not one. the okay. not the weird bootleg one. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that one in years, but I do remember liking it a lot. But yeah, I think it's a similar effect here, where it's just like, how do you achieve some good ass tension? You make them play poker where the stakes are their souls. <laughs> it's very ridiculous. Um, but it starts off with this cover page. Um, I, who colored this? Because you can see, like, I. this is the first time I've actually noticed, like, marker textures and, like, glitter paint in this cover scan so i don't know if this was like a like touched up later or if this was a rocky coloring but it it's nice <laughs> it's just the first time i've noticed like the like shading and sometimes the glitter paint goes over the lines a little bit it's like you see what i mean yeah it's weird yeah i don't know it, it it's it's like shabby chic you know Right, well, it just gives you that little, it's it's less perfect, and you see some of the, the pencil lines and everything, and, like, it's neat. It's a neat effect. Yeah, going right into the digitally colored scans, you can see that, like, these are perfect. Right, just, these like, are done exactly the way they should be. Yeah, Darby the Gambler, part one. Um, and as 
Oh god, this sphinx. Look at the expression on the sphinx's <laughs> face. It's like, ooh. It's just, it's Donkey Kong's face. Oh god, it is Donkey Kong's face. How many things in, in Stardust Crusaders are Donkey Kong? We can make a top top ten list of most Donkey Kong things in Stardust Crusaders. Number one, strength is Donkey Kong. <laughs> But see, strength is Donkey Kong from the arcade game. Oh, that God. that Donkey Kong. This this is uh this is DK, the the, <laughs> the first member of the DK crew. He lost his nose in a horrific accident. <laughs> so as Araki is wont to do these past couple ch- uh, arcs, he opens with a nice infographic about parts of Egypt, and this one is about the Sphinx. It. And it's a nice picture of the Sphinx and the pyramids. Um, but now they're finally, finally at Cairo after some 30,000 kilometers of traveling. Yeah, we've However, made it. It yeah. took them fucking long enough. Yeah, it took them like two months, three months. No, two months. <laughs> um, and they roll up Team Joj minus Kakuin. And Iggy is around here somewhere. I think we'll see him later. Uh, roll up to this cafe. Welcome, foreign friends. Can I help you? I want to ask you something. We're looking for the building building in Te Picture. Do you know where it is? <laughs> I love the what? I love uh. Well, the the translation mistake is fantastic. That's um, it's like almost too real to be a mistake. Ah, uh, because the it still looked like. The word looks the same, so I can imagine a like overworked fan scan later, just like yeah, it, it looks fine. Whatever, who cares? Uh, I'm going gonna give him the benefit of the doubt on that one. <laughs> I'll, I'll let that slide. Sure. Tap um, picture. Tap picture. What is this? 2005. Oh God. Tap picture. <laughs> um, I and they go and a quick little montage showing them giving the picture of the. Uh, the temple or the building where Dio is supposed to be to this these various cafe goers. I like the uh, the Al Capone looking motherfucker sitting down with a full bottle of wine. He seems like he's having a good time. I like the guy on the left who's just Frieza with hair. On on the middle panel. Oh God, that is Frieza! <laughs> Holy shit, he's here. He's, in he's here. I didn't think I'd see him again. <laughs> Uh, and unsuccessful in actually this cafe they're looking in kind of looks like a dragon ball building let's be honest oh god it's the fucking lookout oh in the room of spirit and time wow you think this was just like a thing i don't know maybe (laughs) but anyway two very specific references yeah just out of nowhere Joseph and company are extremely exhausted. Upon arrival, they had been searching for the building in the picture all day. The picture was obtained using Joseph's power. Dio has now changed location, avoiding detection by the Speedwagon Foundation. Where is Dio now? He must be found within a couple days. And having bothered all the people in this cafe, cafe owners like, Sir, Sirs, this is a cafe. Please order something. <laughs> Please stop loitering and staring into space while a monologue happens. <laughs> we serve food here, sir. <laughs> Not exposition. Get the fuck out. <laughs> You're right. I'm sorry. Four iced teas, please. Never seen it before, says the cafe owner looking at the picture. Um, and in the OVA, 
this like this is one page but in the OVA this is like many seconds like we'll of iced tea. iced tea being poured the glasses being put out on the counter ice being dropped in the glasses and then in unison like all the Stardust Crusaders just knock back a cold one <laughs> crack it open a cold crack one a cold with one. the boys I mean oh oh now you know what you have to do right I <laughs> I have too many things to do already for this episode. <laughs> they keep piling on. It's it's like inspiration keeps happening and Andy wants to die. All right, I'll do this one. I can make a shitty meme. I've okay. done it before. <laughs> and as they slurp down their cold ones, uh, Joseph's like, there are six million people and two to three million buildings. How will we find it? Hmm, someone has to know. And on cue... On on exposition, a voice cries out from the back of the building. That building. I've seen it. Yes, I know that building. Ugh. Bullshit. Goes- <laughs> Hold on. Time out. Time out. Time out. So this what? is this is the fucking rosebud effect, man. He never saw the picture. Ah oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> He, he was trolling them from the very beginning. Yeah, they fell right fucking for it. He never saw the picture. That son of a bitch. We never saw him see it. Like, if we really wanted to stretch it, we could assume that maybe he saw it when one of the other people were looking These at it. These long-legged still. fuckers just walking <laughs> away. Oh, God, their asses are like six feet in the air. How does that work? Joey actually looks like he's on stilts. Like, the knee isn't where it's supposed to be. Oh, God. What if Iggy followed suit and he just he was just like a weird spider dog? Oh, God. Well, no, instead, Araki drew Iggy as this, like, blob dog. Yeah, that's what he's just been doing for a while. Just this weird goblin-looking thing. Um. Anyway, so, yeah. Darby uh, calls him over. He does some fucking fancy deck-shuffling tricks because he's a, he's a card boy. He loves his cards. He loves to play Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> and and I gotta say, what when they show this like shadowed-out version of him on this page, he doesn't even remotely look like how he's actually supposed to look. Oh, not at all. And quick thing, <laughs> throughout the episode, we'll be inserting some choice of voice clips from the English OVA, in which Darby sounds like a mixture of, uh, I want to say, Gambit and like an old southern man like some kind of combination of the two i don't know so i'm gonna try my best but we'll see we'll see so as he's flipping those cards um was it you were you the one who spoke you really know why yes i did say i know where that building is where is it tell me where and throughout all this, Darby is just doing his, like, weird card tricks. How would you describe Darby looking, by the way? Because he's got, he's got a look. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's real hard to describe because, like, he's got a real elegant look going for him. But then he has these weird tattoos on his under his eyes. and I never understood those. And sometimes his hair is, uh, you know, high and tight. And other times it's all fallen out. It depends on the panel. Depends on what Iraqi was feeling. Yeah. <laughs> and he's making this weird, like, card ring. And just, uh, 
replies to Joseph, you expect me to tell you for free? These fuckers Ooh. really never learn. They never, they never learn. You think after they, all they've been through, their first reaction to somebody knowing where Dio's house is would be like, <laughs> "Oh, you're a stand user." <laughs> why do they even ask him? Why did they? Why do they ask people? Hey, do you know where Dio's house is? Hey, you know where this house is? Where Dio lives? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I'm sorry. Here's ten pounds. Tell me, where is it? <laughs> I like to gamble. I love its worthless thrills. It's a habit of mine. I even earn my living from gambling. Tell me, do you like to gamble? I don't know what you're trying to say. <laughs> the panel where Joey's just like, what? what? Joey's just like, what do you mean I can't buy my way out of this? <laughs> I, I literally have millions and millions of dollars. If you don't like gambling, just say so. Do, do you want to gamble with, with me? If you win... I'll tell you what you want to know for free. And we got a nice panel of the menacing sound effect over this fucked up picture of the Sphinx. <laughs> Dude, why did the Sphinx have a person face? Oh, man, it's it's bad. It's what bad. happened? Um, and uh, we continue. Gamble? I'm pretty confident in my skills, but we don't have time for poker now. We're in a hurry. I'll give you 20 pounds more. Just tell me. You can gamble on anything. It doesn't take long. For example, look at that wall. There is a cat walking on it slowly. <laughs> and just throws some meat. To, uh... Where do you think he got that? Like, did, did he just have that meat lying around? Wait, is, is it consistent? Did he have a plate of meat in front of him on the table? I don't know. Table? I'm going to go back. I'm going to go. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um, uh, yes. No. There, yeah, he, it was blocked. He does. It was does. blocked by a text bubble. But there yeah. was a plate of meat there in one of these panels. Yeah, so he has this plate of meat and throws a couple pieces towards the cat. One lands a little bit to the left, one lands to the right. And uh, now they're going to bet on which piece of meat the cat is going to go for. Um, and right on cue, Polnareff the idiot stumbles into this. God damn it, you are so annoying. Just take the 30 pounds and tell us, you son of a... Polnareff, lose the attitude. That's not the way to ask for things. You dullard. <laughs> Joey's just Polnareff's shitty dad. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll bet with you I picked the one on the right. The right one. Okay. Good. Good. <laughs> and the, the Japanese good is fine, but the English good is on point. Good. Now the fun begins. Then I'll bet the one on the left. Hmm. Oh, the cat picked up the scent. This weird person-faced cat. Then, what do you give if I lose? A hundred pounds? I don't want money. How about your soul? Your soul. <laughs> Psh, this is one crazy fucker. <laughs> this is one crazy fucker. <laughs> we gotta get out of here and fast. Again, another classic example of Polnareff thinking something is too weird after everything he's seen polnareff you've literally licked shit and <laughs> you turned, turned into in... a child like yesterday you were a child <laughs> but this guy stealing your soul is really that crazy you fucking french idiot oh here comes the cat please restrain your dog and don't make a sound sir because in the uh, in the OVA, he ends everything with the sir. 
Uh, ha! The right one. The cat's going for it. If I were a cat, I'd pick the bigger piece. The right one is bigger. And unfortunately for Polnareff, uh, the cat picks up both, starting with the left one. <laughs> Did you see that? It went for the left and then the right. I won. Hey, you lost, Polnareff. What do we do now? It's going to be harder to find the building. But, but, but... All right, we had a deal. Give it to me. Give, give what? Your soul. And a stand pops out and takes Polnareff's soul. Good. <laughs> I am the stand user who can take other people's souls. The gambling <laughs> process makes it easier for me. My stand ability can take your soul at the moment of your loss. And you know what? That kind of begs the question. I guess he technically can take your soul without gambling, but I, it makes it easier. Well, it's like that whole thing with um, Heaven's Door. Like, at the beginning, Rohan had to draw a picture and show it to a person to, like, have Heaven's Door work on them. But yeah. then it got to the point where he could just draw really fast in the air and it was fine. And then it was just like, who cares? I think that's kind of like this. Right. We do get a look at Darby's stand, which, do you know what Darby's stand is called, Jack? I have no idea. Oh, fuck. This is the first I... chapter in a while not to have the stand name in it. <laughs> no, it's is is it Osiris? I... Are you sure yeah, that's not a, yeah, Darby the Gambler? The, uh, Darby the Gambler Part Two. It's the Osiris. Oh, okay. It's a little the weird news. looking motherfucker. Look at this baby face. Uh, whatever. Another. Well, you know he's got fucking um another Dragon Ball reference. He looks like a purple Cyberman. <laughs> oh man. I, why does he? Why do his shoulders look like he's wearing a sweater on them? <laughs> but we get a really intense sequence where uh, Osiris pulls up. Yes, yeah, stand Osiris. Um, pulls out Polnareff's like soul from his body and molds it. Polnareff is screaming the entire time, like his soul is, because Polnareff the body is actually dead. It just out. Rest in fucking um, pieces. Rest in peace, you idiot. And he turns Polnareff's soul into a big gambling chip. And Abdul is very upset by this. And everyone else in the cafe is very confused. You son of a... Stop joking. Gambling? That cat was yours all along. You were cheating. Cheating? Didn't you know if you can't detect when someone is cheating, you can't detect failure. I think gambling's the same as social relations. It's a game of fakes and cheats. The one who cries is the loser. You want to kill me right now? Go ahead. Do it. That way he dies too. Alright, I have to pause for a second, Jack, because I really hope you get this I'm about to tell you. So this Polnareff's face on this gambling chip. Yeah. Do you know those old memes with Superman's face from that? Uh, there's this really bad... Uh, comic book called superman for all seasons and it has really mm -hmm. bad art and it has his weird scrunched up face oh i i think i know what you're talking about but i let me <laughs> real Super real quick this is extremely important oh no <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening to this and you don't know what i'm talking about please look it up right now and then have this page so you can look compare the two because it's insane why is his oh my god they tried to make him a chin but it did not work 
No. God, Jeff Loeb. What? Hmm. Okay. An otherwise good artist. I never, I never understood what happened there. Oh, I'm not going to be able to unsee it now. But yeah, <laughs> Polnareff's weird fucking scrunched up face is on his poker chip. And Abdul is very upset. And Darby's like, you mad, bro? <laughs> and Darby pulls out his book of all the people he's killed. <laughs> cool. This is my murder book. Yeah, this is my murder book, and Polnareff's gonna be right here. And it's everyone like when re- you have those maps that you put the quarters in, except this is dead people. <laughs> it, that's literally what this is. Yeah. It's and, too bad he and, didn't actually make a map with all the different places that he killed the people to. Oh, that would have been very good. But he does have them all here. Um, there's some random... Wait, are these musician names? Ah, oh, shit. Hold on, I gotta look up Stephen Moore real quick because it. I... That sounds like it could be a musician name. I'm gonna be really mad if it is. Okay, so I don't think that it's Stephen Moore, the American writer and economic policy analyst. You know what? It could be though. <laughs> we can we we underestimate Iraqi sometimes. Well, no, because but... this is also Gary Moore, but Gary spelled G A R I E. Because Christian Vander is a musician. Um, founder of the band Magma. So, cool? Uh, probably Stephen Moore or Gary Moore is some other musician, but, like, the spelling is different, maybe? Who can say? Okay, so there's an entry in the JoJo wiki about the Moore family. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we need to move on. This is really yeah. bad, but any, anyways, um... Oh, yeah. So, you see, I can get out of this. If you want Polnareff's soul back, you'll have to keep gambling. And Joey, without a word, sits down, flings everything that was on the table, including, like, a cup, these coins, cards, a bowl of meat, right off, and starts to make a gamble. And what he does is he has a bottle of liquor and a cup, and he fills the bottle, fills the cup all the way to the brim, and makes the bet. Who to, to like? Is this a thing? People, this is a thing people do. It right? must be. Yeah, but this is a I, real, this is a real classic Joey bag of tricks kind of moment. <laughs> very, very vintage. Um, you know what surface tension is, Barbie? I I need to get that voice clip. I need. To... <laughs> Bar, yeah. Surface tension is Barbie. Darby, sir. My name is Darby. It's the force that keeps the wine in the glass from flowing over. What about it? It's easy. We'll take turns putting coins in the cup. The one who spills the wine loses. Wine? I've never seen a brown wine before, but it's probably I was, disgusting. I was gonna say, is this, I thought I always thought that was whiskey. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it is whiskey or brandy or something. Whatever. God, brown wine sounds disgusting. Oh, I'll wager my soul. Good. <laughs> the juxtaposition of Darby saying, like, the iconic good panel with Abdul freaking out is very, like, on point. Um, I like how Ab- Abdul makes, like, the, the Captain Obvious, this guy is a cheater thing. And then Joey's just like, I know. It's fine. <laughs> Jotaro, watch him closely. Okay, I'll accept the bet. May I inspect the cup and coins beforehand? 
Of course, you also have the right to see if I cheated. So Joey gets underway, uh, taking off his glove from his human hand, um, and the and the gamble starts. And right out the gate, Darby slaps in five gold coins. Five coins, that's a lot. Hey, there are ripples on the surface. Quiet! Don't touch the table. Um, the panel of Darby putting the coins in where his arm is kind of disembodied and his face it's, is missing. I like this missing. panel a lot. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, and just very carefully drops these coins into the drink. And it swirls a little bit. But it does not uh, drip over. They're basically playing Jenga with with brandy. The way Araki drew this, the the way this beverage moves around is very insane. Some yeah. some insanely good art in this art in this yeah. arc. Drawing it's, liquids has to be a nightmare. Like it's really like he 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 like figured it out. He he it all came together in this in this bunch of chapters. Yeah. Weirdly, this is not the cup that they use in the OVA. I forget it's the, if it's the cup they use in the anime or not. Um, but yeah, Darby just put in five coins, and it's fine. <clears throat> Your turn. That was a brave move. I'll start with just one coin. And Joey Bag of Tricks here reaches out and goes to plop in one coin, but Jort sees that he's got a cotton swab with extra uh, like water in it, and as he's putting the coin in, uh, slurps some more water into the drink to make it um, more prone to overflowing. And George's monologue, Gramp- <clears throat> Grandpa's holding a piece of cotton. It's wet. He's increasing the volume dramatically. He's telling me to watch the other guy. He's good at this. It's weird to see George refer to him as Grandpa. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's probably just, like, Oji-san or something. Yeah, but he usually just calls him, like, Gigi or something oh, yeah, like that. Oh, yeah, Like, not, yeah. not, like, the proper term. So, it, yeah. he he's very much in awe of, of Joey's uh, trickster stri- trickster ways. Oh, man. Young Joey would have hated Jorts. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jorts is basically uh, uh, the, when Caesar was a dickbag. Kind of. Um... And Darby can't believe what he's seeing. He's like, <laughs> You can't put any more coins in without spilling over. I already won. Woo, that was a close one. I thought I would spill for sure. It's alright, it's your turn, Obi. Uh, as he says that, Darby grabs Joseph's hand, still with the cotton in it. My name is Darby, not Barbie, not Obi. Darby, don't make that mistake again, sir. <laughs> well, sorry. <laughs> I like that you're adding sirs where there are no sirs. Well, because I've been watching the OVA for the past, like, hour. So it's, like, it's kind of burned in my mind now. Especially this line. I got this line. <clears throat> hey, he got his name wrong on purpose, too. He got Darby angry. This old man is a gambler at heart. I don't know whose voice that was supposed to be. I'm getting fried over here. <laughs> Darby the Gambler, part three, with Joseph making a super powerful pose in front of this cup. is like such a smug son of a bitch. <laughs> Come on, Darby, let's move this along. The game is simple. <laughs> Try to put coins in an already filled cup. Whoever spills it first loses. However, Joseph bet his soul for the sake <laughs> of the Aponoref. The enemy is a stand that can take people's souls. Oh, no, not the souls. <laughs> um, 
as we open, we see that the liquid is just about to flow over Polnareff's fucking cheek meat coin here. <laughs> cheek meat. <laughs> it's mostly cheek. It's your turn, Darby. The cup is in my shadow, making it hard to work. Let me move to the right side of the table. It doesn't matter where you put it in. And Darby moves moves over and drops another coin in. And it it doesn't do anything. And Joseph <laughs> is immediately put off tilt or on tilt. Whichever one of those. It's like, <laughs> There goes his, his cool... Oh, it's gone. He, it's it's lost. It kind of looks like a Phantom Blood panel there. His uh, face reacting just because of the line weight. It's nice. Impossible. It should have spilled over. What do you mean, should have spilled? You saw it too. I put it in. You are turned now, Mr. Joe Star. Ah. Uh, uh, <laughs> Joey has no idea what to do. It was perfect. It really made sure it would spill on his turd. Why didn't it? There's no room for another one. Go ahead, Mr. Joestar. The, another iconic, like, uh, English panel in here. Hurry up, or are you waiting for the wine to evaporate? And as Joey goes to put in another coin, it's like, <laughs> and immediately his soul is taken. Because the rules for it are never made clear, but it's like, if if your will is weak, he can take your soul. So I guess that was the whole point of gambling. Anyway, so now Joey is a weird cheek coin. <laughs> Polar F. Holly, I'm sorry I couldn't save you. <laughs> it's really sad. <laughs> He's crying. Mr. <clears throat> Mr. Joestar, Grandpa... <laughs> Grandpa, no! Gramps. Um, and now we got two coins. That's two down. All right, let's continue. Unless you want to run away, leaving these two. As Abdul runs in and grabs uh, Darby by the collar, you still don't get. If you kill me, both of them die. You son of a! Stop it, Abdul. And the cafe owner is like, what are you doing over there? If you want to fight, take it outside. <laughs> like, all right, man, you, you not relevant here. Um, so it turns out Darby put chocolate on the bottom of the wine glass. And when he moved over, the sun shined on it, making it melt, uh, leveling out the cup. Because before, the chocolate was propping it up so it would look uneven. But now... Darby, Darby pulled a trick. Darby Magic did a trick. Boy BT strikes again. It this is honestly, a, right out of Magic Boy BT. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because it, we did not plan to cover Magic Boy BT right before a whole bunch of uh, BT esque scenes and Stardust Crusaders happened. Yeah, because Jorts just goes into it and does like the whole BT explanation, like tension here, solid. Tension is equal, melted. Oh. But why did the chocolate just happen to melt during Darby's turn? The sun melted it. I didn't realize it at first. So yeah, Darby had planned for uh, this sort of eventuality. And then it's finally Jorts' turn. After not really being in this manga for... Uh... Fuck, a while? Yeah, wow. he's kind of just been in the background or or just completely non-existent. 
the last thing he did was uh, Geb, because Anubis he didn't do anything. Well, he fought Polnareff, but that was it. Uh, Mariah didn't do anything. Alessi didn't do anything, and now we're here. Weird. <clears throat> okay, Darby, take out your cards. We're gonna play some poker. Good, an interesting choice. Poker is my strongest game. Poker, this guy outsmarted even Mr. Joestar. It's going to be dangerous. I know, he's a dangerous man. He doesn't use violence. But he's still more dangerous than any stand we've encountered so far. I have to go all out now. Like you weren't going all out before, Jorts? What are you doing here? <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing, bub? Yeah, and Jorts first uh, shows Darby a neat trick. Because Star Platinum's one of his uh, not really talked about abilities. He can he can, he's got really good eyes. Like that's like the thing this whole manga rests on, honestly. But like Star Platinum can see good. So right. Darby at the end of the day, the fact that uh, Jorts is like very observant of everything. If it wasn't for that, they'd all be fucking dead already. Oh yeah, they would. And if they wouldn't have, they will have. They will fall to the hands of either Vanilla Ice or Dio. Like they wouldn't get through it if it wasn't for it. Mm-hmm. Um, George shows Darby that he can uh, recite the order of a deck that Darby shuffles like no problem um, just as a show of like alright come on I can see that you're gonna cheat don't cheat you don't get it I'm warning you it'll be much harder for you to cheat from now on G- good <laughs> the, like the little the good sw- the sweaty good um <laughs> The hashtag the sweaty good. Hey, what alignment are you? Oh, I'm sweaty good. <laughs> oh God. Oh. It's better than moist evil. Um. So they open up a new deck of cards. Jorts checks it out uh, to make sure that there's uh, no funny business going on. Is that that security uh, seal? Oh, I was trying to figure out like what Darby was doing with this book. Because this is not in the OVA. Um, he has a book to this... Oh, he has the Bible. And he flicks through it. And he's able to tell by touch like what page he flicks to. And he's right. I guess just to show that he doesn't have to depend on sight. He can just shuffle based on touch. And I guess cheat based on touch. Um, so Darby shuffles up the deck. And starts dealing cards. It's like, one for you. One for me. One for you, one for as Star Platinum comes out and breaks Darby's finger. You brutal man, you broke my finger. On the contrary, I'm full of mercy. I could have severed your finger. Oh God! I I love the statistically how meticulously drawn these two hands are. You know how long this must have taken to draw two detailed hands, like. Might as well have drawn two horses. Right. Uh, The OVA for this is amazing, because you'll hear it, but Darby's scream is (laughs) really good. Um, What the fr- Ah, ah, What did you just do? His finger. Jotaro, Star Platinum, broke Darby's finger. I already told you, you won't be able to cheat that easily. And Darby was trying to deal- uh, like deal not from the top and deal himself three tens and <laughs> which would have uh, caused Jotaro the whole game here that was too harsh you broke my finger no I was too kind 
I didn't tear it off. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Oh god. The the star platinum in the background here is also very powerful. Just the uh the one eye, like, yeah. We we see we see you. You can't pull one over on us, idiot. Yeah. So Darby takes us to heart, rips off a piece of his shirt and wraps his fingers up. And he cuts the uh, the big face coins into six soul coins. Yeah, soul coins, so that it can use these to bet with. Once you take back six chips, you win back one soul. Got it? If you want to gamble, I'll give you your chips, but you still haven't told me what I want to hear. Fine, I'll bet my soul. Good. Um, and Jotaro now has six white chips, which represent his entire soul. Um, and they start and they start betting and they start gambling. Darby the Gambler, Part Five, Poker. <laughs> this is where shit gets fucking real. Yeah. <clears throat> and we get a quick primer on poker. Each player gets five cards. They're only allowed to exchange cards once. The goal is to get better cards than the other player. Once gambling is involved, it becomes a fierce psycho- psychological battle. A good poker face will not give away your hand. Is, is this poker or is this just five card draw? Because <laughs> I thought poker was the shit with the cards in the table and stuff. Well, that's Texas Hold'em. It's a type of poker. Oh. I think this is traditional poker. Okay. Hold'em uh, is just more widely played because it's uh it's easier to follow for beginners and it's just like more exciting to watch. Yeah, it's more interesting to look Whereas at. Whereas this I guess. is just like here's a hand you could you, uh you could dump you your it? cards. Yeah. You could dump your cards or whatever uh and then you use the ones you like, but it's really mostly just done in, in each player's head every deal. Mm. Whereas Hold'em is more invo- is more engaged, I think. Yeah. And this is where we get some super, like, interesting, like, the same way Araki draws fights, now he's drawing, like, car games. <laughs> and, like, tons of action lines, like, f- effects, like, drawing the same thing six times to show movement. Like, his whole bag of tricks here. Um, and they're getting dealt to by this boy that Darby or, uh, no, Jort's picked out of the uh, the crowd in the cafe. It's like, get over here. You're dealing for us. <laughs> and firsthand, uh, Jort's reveals two pair, eights, and nines. Sorry, Jackson Queens. So Darby, of course, wins the first game because, like, who who wouldn't would have guessed that? Amazing. Well, exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> Jotaro is nonplussed and just uh, flips in one of his own soul coins as the ante. Next game, deal. And got the Darby's got a not just pocket kings, but three kings. Uh, I guess it's not pocket because it's not Texas Hold'em. Never mind. Uh, not next game. This may be the last game. As he reveals, he has uh, three kings in his hand, and turns out that jorts is not going to look at his cards <laughs> like he's just <laughs> leaving it where just leaving him on the tail it's like i don't need to change it i must be going deaf i thought you said something like i don't need to change them. that's right i don't need to change them i'll play with these five cards i know that i'm asking why you're not even looking at your cards <laughs> and this puts darby on tilt because like 
Why wouldn't it? He get, Jorts is being completely confident in his ability that these cards are like the best cards. And as, to put a dot on that, he asks Abdul to put his soul into the wager <laughs> and gets all of Abdul's soul coins, the, the new six and his remaining three and just, I'm betting them all. Going all in the hardest way possible. And <laughs> it's so silly that this one panel where he's putting in all the chips is like super stylized and action lines, but it works here. And it works in, like, the animated form as well. And Darby is just continually def- continuing to freak out. Eh? What are you trying to pull? And Abdul is very sweaty. This sweaty good boy. Uh, it's like, <laughs> I, do tr- <clears throat> I do trust Jotaro, however. I don't even know what he's doing. But since he asked me, I'll believe him. It doesn't matter what he wants from me. And goes and sits in the corner and closes his eyes because his soul is being bet in a poker game <laughs> where his friend won't even look at his cards. <laughs> oh, poor Abdul. <laughs> He's trying so hard. He's trying so hard, this poor boy. Uh, hey, kid, I said one card. Give it to me. And he gets dealt a fourth king. And it turns out... This kid is Darby's plant. Not only this kid, but everyone in the entire cafe is uh, in Darby's pocket. Uh, yeah, everyone in the media area of the cafe are my people. It doesn't matter who he has to deal. They're all going to deal in bad cards. And puts in to bet three Jotaros and six Polnareffs. Which oh my god this is this is getting uh, getting deep now. We're, I'll we're... raise you six more Josephs. That's fifteen <laughs> chips. The, <laughs> this is a very good line. The way he said six more Josephs, <laughs> six more Josephs, and Jorts is out of chips to deal, and uh, Darby suggests like you only need to write an IOU. My stand will what know what to do. What I'm asking you to wager is Kakyoin's soul. What? Because Kakyoin is still in the hospital somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, they're scared and losing confidence now. All right, I'll wager Kakyoin's soul as well. And Jorts plops down six more white chips, and Darby is fully on tilt now. It's, hey, Jotaro, what did you just do? Because Jotaro now has a lit cigarette. Um, where before there was none. That that cigarette you, that you're smoking. What's wrong? Do you want one? This guy, when did he light it? For a moment I thought I saw Star Platinum light it for him. He, maybe he did something to the cards with Star Platinum. What did he do? This, this confidence. Maybe, maybe he switched the cards with Star Platinum when I wasn't looking? Um, and this line of thought... It just can, runs around and around Darby's head as George just sitting there, smoking his cigarette, sitting with his cards that he refuses to look at. And Darby is running through his head like, all right, what what could he have? What can he win with? I love and, the layout of the game table that Araki gives us here so we know we got Avdol Soul, Kakyoin Soul, Joseph Soul, half of Jotaro's Soul, the <laughs> other half of Jotaro's Soul. <laughs> And, uh, Kakyoin, so- yeah, uh... Oh, we got Kakyo- Polder F. Soul on the table, too. Uh, and then this- the I... 
the so IOU. If I, Jotaro Kujo, lose, I'll forfeit my friend, Noriaki Kakyoin Soul, signed Jotaro Kujo. Oh, boy. Oh, Lord. Um, so, now Darby is really sweaty, and so is the kid who's dealing to him, because, like, if Darby goes down, things don't look good for this kid. And he's thinking, like, you can only win with four aces, a straight flush, or a five of a kind with a joker. That's it. If what Jotaro has is nothing, he has to swift all of his cards to get anything good. I will always pronounce the misspelling. Um, he's like, Star Platinum is fast, but would it still have to switch out five cards? Can it do it without being detected? Nothing can switch five cards without me seeing it. Fine, Jotaro, I'll take you on. That cigarette trick is nothing. And Jotaro has juice now. Ah, you, what juice? When did you get a glass of juice? <laughs> and just crying and sweating and sweating and crying. Um, again, the, the sound that he makes in the anime. Like, I don't know who did the English voiceover for the Stardust Crusaders OVA, but he did a fantastic job. Oh, God, yeah. And this is where it gets even more ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So Jotaro is going to raise him. Raise? How you don't have any chips left? I wager my mother's soul. What? <laughs> Jotaro, your mother, even Miss Holly's soul? Jotaro stands up, still smoking his cig, like, looking for all the world to see, like, just a stereotypical tough guy. I'm on this journey to save my mother so she wouldn't hesitate to let me use it. However, Darby, you have to waste something equivalent. You'll have to... Tell me the secret of Dio Stand. Darby flings himself back towards the entrance of the cafe. Just sweating up a storm now. Jotaro, you are so confident in your cards. That means you'll win for sure, right? They've got to be great cards. Poor Avdol thinking like Jotaro knows what he's doing. <laughs> All right, what's it going to be? Call or fold? Tell me, Darby. And Darby, at this moment of climax, is like, no, uh, uh, oh, I am the best gambler in the world. I will call that bet. But he can't bring himself to say call. He's just like, and then falls to the ground, utterly defeated. Um, And all the souls pop back from uh, from the coins as Darby slumps and spills the table to the ground. And... Ponareff and jo- Joey are back. They're just here now. He passed out because he couldn't stand the pressure. He admitted defeat in his heart. That's why everyone's souls were released. And Abdul sees that uh, Darby had four kings. And it's like, Jotaro, what did you have? And he and the kid are looking at Jotaro's cards. And they just, like, fling back in <laughs> surprise because he had utter garbage. <laughs> he had I an knew eight. it. He had crap. He had an 8, a 6, a 10, an ace, and a jack. (laughs) And (laughs) I love Jotaro's reasoning here. Even Star Platinum couldn't cheat someone like Darby. My bluff worked. I didn't even know what I had. Yar yar daze. If I had known, I'd probably have had a heart attack. (laughs) Yar yar daze. Yar yar daze, you know? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, dude. Yar yar daze. Um... 
and Darby in his delirium. It's like, hey, 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 let, hey, everyone, let's play some Mahjong. Backgammon is also fun. Dice is cool, too. I am the best. Look, there's and, the Moore family. Oh, yeah, there is the Moore family. They're Because he released all the souls from his uh, murder book. And, like, all these people are dead. But I guess they get to go to heaven now? Who knows? I guess so. Uh, his collection has been released. Jotaro, he doesn't look sane enough to be interrogated about Dio. He was strong, though. He wanted to beat all four of us by himself. He would have won. We were lucky. As Joey and Pulner are just like, ugh, 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 stumbling around. And that's it. Yep, that's <laughs> it, Darby the Gambler. Holy It ends shit. very abruptly. But, like, oh, what what an arc. Yeah. Wow. This is... See, this is the concept of Stardust Crusaders done at its peak. At, like, mm-hmm. at its best. This is what you get from this sort of setup. It's... Mm extremely good makes great use of all the characters involved other than poor kakyoin who's still basically dead and you know the villain's great the stands are great the tension is great everything's great it's so good yeah is oh wanna i pretty much from here on out it's like solid gold but this is definitely a standout the uh, the second Darby fight is good in a different way, and we'll get to that. Oh God, yeah, not as classic as this one is, but it sure is a fucking trip. Yeah, Kakyoin sure does win at F zero. <laughs> oh God! All right, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. So we talked about this a little last week, but I guess, uh, and we've been talking about this throughout the episode. But we could talk a bit more about the OVA episode that is so fucking good, so yeah. good, so. What's more important than this series of chapters in the manga is the episode of the 1996 Stardust Crusaders OVA. Episode 10 for those at home. Episode 10? Yeah. Well, that's if you you count the 2000s OVA. uh, Yeah. Maybe, like, I don't know what, like, episode 1, 2? I don't know. If you're counting from... These things are put in a weird order. The point being is that it's just a really really good piece of animation and really uh adapts this arc extremely well in at the, to the point of surpassing the source material it makes it kind of like a work into itself oh absolutely like i just have it going here and the animation quality like for the time is outstanding like every everything is really well drawn there's such like emotion in the action like oh it, yeah, the, as a whole, that OVA is uh, a too fast-paced to be a real good adaptation of Star Wars Crusaders as a whole, but this individual episode and yeah. the Dio fight at the end are, are basically perfect. Yeah, like, I absolute need, masterpieces. I need to look at who directed this, because this, there's definitely a directive, like, a vision behind this. Like, the reaction shots for Darby are usually just, like, from the point of view of the Stardust Crusaders. You don't see... Um, like what Darby is freaking out, it's just his entire face on screen, like losing his mind, and it 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 takes a real like art not Artur no, it like I said, it takes some vision to get this done, and the voice acting for the English side is surprisingly good. Like Joey sounds good, George sounds really good. Oh, the um, English cast for the OVA is excellent. Like, yeah. really I don't like the good. new one. I don't like the voices in the new one. The, oh, the in the 2000s OVA. one? Well, there's yeah. a lot to not like about that 2000s <laughs> OVA. 
Yeah, this especially is like considering that ev- all the character designs are like five inches wider than they're supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, those are some. Those are some wide boys. If you've never seen the two thousands OVA, yeah, they're all built like dump trucks. <laughs> where like in the uh, in the older OVA, like everyone's got pretty good proportions. Like they're big guys, but it, it's not like the coloring is kind of muted. In the OVA, like, it doesn't really look as colorful as it should be, I think. But, no, uh, they, no, definitely not. It definitely has its own style going for it, though. Yeah, it's more subdued, more muted. Like, there's not... Well, they are in a desert. There's not really a lot of color to be found, because we're used to, the, like, the saturated colors of the manga pages. Of right. the, uh, the color, the, the colored scans. And who knows? Um... But yeah, if you can find the OVA, like, because it was it was released here, but the long, long out of print. But if you can find it online somewhere, like, who cares? Just just watch it, enjoy it. It's fantastic. I, because I don't think anyone has the license to it anymore. Like, you've never seen this on any kind of like streaming service, right? No, I haven't. I don't yeah. know if uh, I I know I don't think the DVDs are totally like out of print. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe out of print, but I don't think they're hard to get. Because I remember seeing them. Hold on one second. We're going to talk. We're going to talk. We're going to talk. Yeah, we're just going to look. We're going to help out you, the listener, if you want to see the old JoJo Okay, OVA. so Right Stuff has the 2000s OVA, which we don't want. Yeah, and these are like $9. Yeah, like, so they have the DVDs for the 2000s OVA. But let me dig a little deeper here. Let me see if I can do the digging for y'all. And yeah, because find... the thing about the 2000s OVA, like, you know how Gundam Seed looks? <laughs> how oh. it looks bad? <laughs> that's how, that's what early digital uh, anime looked like. There was that period from like 2000 to 2007. Like, obviously there's exceptions in there. But a lot of a lot of stuff in there had a very flat look, very uninteresting, very bland, and that's kind of what the the two thousand OVA looks like to me. It's not very exciting to look at, and it doesn't adapt like many exciting events because, like we've said, it adapts Geb for some reason. Uh, I think there's a whole horse fight in there somewhere. No, it's... Geb is in the original. Geb is the first two episodes of the original. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, but the original, I think... I don't know where it jumps around, because this cover has uh, Mariah on it. Maybe... Wait, maybe I'm going crazy, and these DVDs are both OVAs combined, and I'm just not... Look, like... Fuck. I don't know what the difference is here, but there are these DVDs, and I have no idea what they are on right stuff that you can buy. So... maybe Maybe that's just what they are. It might just like, be both OVAs combined, because otherwise I'm not seeing what's going on here, but, uh... Oh, yeah, because, like, the first disc, like, DVD-1, has a different art style on the cover than, like, the other ones. Okay, so I'm not going crazy then. Alright, yeah, so this OVA is readily available. You, huh. unfortunately, unless you just buy uh, the certain discs, you're if you want the whole set, you gotta buy the bad 2000s OVA to go along with it. Yeah, but, but it looks uh, like you'll pay like thirty bucks for the whole set, and that's definitely that's definitely worth it, I'd say. Yeah, because I think it's worth watching, and you should probably watch it. 
I think it's worth watching, and you should probably watch it. That's the stunning endorsement from, from your what guys a here podcast. at What a Beautiful Podcast. <laughs> oh Lord! I hope you All guys right. have enjoyed this Darby-centric episode. Uh, next week, what are we looking at? We oh are... no, we got we got a whole horse and Boingo next week, or Oingo, oh, got... Oingo or Boingo, whatever, whichever one it is. <laughs> I'll fucking know. We'll have that, and maybe we'll do, like, another old Iraqi thing. Like, we got Gorgeous Irene. He did a couple chapters for, like, a uh, an anthology manga we'll take a look at, maybe. We'll see. We'll got, We'll have stuff. Cause, like, yeah, there's there's always something in, in the pipes. Something brewing, you know? Yeah, some some dark liquid just trickling <laughs> oh my through. God. Oh, why, why is that the analogy? <laughs> it's always dark liquid. Um... Thanks again for everybody who listens to us on iTunes, Google Play, the SoundCloud, everyone who uh, comments on the subreddit. We listen, we read the comments, talk to us on Twitter, at JoJo underscore cast. We check that, we interact. We're, we're content manufacturers on the internet. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Is that is that what we are? Are we content content manufacturers yeah that's what my business card says now <laughs> content oh. manufacturer <laughs> all right uh, friends uh we'll see you guys next week with some more nonsense you know where to find us see y'all later Got yourself a treat now.